I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. He's the best intergalactic pilot ever to fly the stars. Fox McCloud. His job, take on the evil Andros. He's an ace in the R-Wing, a monster in the Landmaster, a genius in the Gyro-Wing. He's Foxy, Fox McCloud. It's his sky. You're just flying in it. Fox. <laughs> What's the fox say? <laughs> oh my. Foxy. That was a little bit of a cheat. It came from a Wii U game, but whatever. That's nah, okay. It's still a Star Fox. It's fine. We know where he's coming, where he's been, and he's, where he might go he's next. 30. Yeah, he's 30. He's old. Starting to feel aches and pains. Oh, hi, everybody. This is Play Retro. I'm Scott Johnson, one of your hosts, and, well... Uh, me and Slippy Toad went bar hopping last weekend. Ah, hopping. That dude can drink a lot and still keep partying. At one point in the night, mm. he threw up all over the girl he met there at the bar. He right. just laughed and moved on. <laughs> yeah. Do a barrel roll. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. I tried to do a barrel roll and instead flew right into Slippy Toad. Who's obviously drunk and drinking, and now no one on the team will will speak to me. But but that's okay because I'm a space fox doing space fox things. Oh look, a, a disembodied space monkey head. Let's shoot it, yeah. and don't forget, never give up. Trust your instincts. Use the fort. Uh, do another barrel roll. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they tell you to do. There, the wise, says, the wizened trust old your instincts. Yeah, trust your instincts. Don't use the force. Never trust your instincts. Exactly. Yeah, not unless you want to get sued. Yeah. Uh, that is obviously um, it's so funny when you when you talk about Star Fox and you talk about the voices of Star Fox and you talk about do a barrel roll which sounds like this do a barrel roll you have to reference the N64 <laughs> game first because yes. there was no voice in the SNES game it was a lot of that yep. kind of stuff uh, so yeah uh, don't forget do a 
barrel roll. And by the way, that is like raw audio on the mic, not compressed from the game. Listen to that one That's more time. Nice. Do a barrel roll. Listen to that. Oh, that's sexy. What's the, what the name of the rabbit? Uh, Bunny Bear. Uh, no, pe- pe- Peppy Pepper. Pepper pe- Pepper. They called him Peppy, but I think is is it Peppy Pepper? Peppy pe- Pepper the pigs. Peppy the peppy. Pe- what would be his, why I keep wanting to say pe- Peppy Hair. That's it. Jeez. Yeah, it's Peppy Hair, but I think his real name is Pepper or something like that. But they call him Peppy Hair. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's and, the, and back in the day, we always we I always thought it was Slippy Frog saying do a barrel roll. It never was. It was Peppy Hair. He was yeah. the guy. Do a barrel roll. Peppy Frog was more like, hey guys, what's going on? I'm I'm a rabbit. I was your <laughs> father's best friend. Now I'm on your crew. <laughs> We're going to talk about the impact of Star Fox and all things Star Fox in a moment. But first, we'd like to tell you an organizational tale. All right. So sit back and enjoy this little stupid story. I've been trying to organize stuff. All right. In general. I got a bunch of these trinkety things I don't really need. I should sell stuff on eBay. Okay, cool. The other things I'm keeping, where do I want to keep them? And part of me is like, you should display it all so it all looks cool. And then part of me is like, no one ever sees it but me. That's stupid. So what are you going to do? So I made this huge translucent bin that I found. Oh, okay, okay. Costco or somewhere. I don't remember where. And um, it's now chock full of all my retro stuff. That is to say retro gaming stuff. So if I need a quick access to an old controller or to one of these Genesis machines or to a couple old cartridges I got laying around or whatever it is, it's all right there labeled neatly. With oh, a little did you lever label it door. retro? I le- no. Well, with my with a sharpie, which is a little retro now at this time at this point. Right, 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 right. And then I just open that up and I grab what I need and I shut it. And no longer is it scattered throughout my space. No longer do I have to wonder where I might have put it. It's all in this one place. This is starting to sound great. a lot like uh, the Toy Story three. Right before you get rid of everything, don't little, do it. A little bit, a little bit. Which I know you hate. You're not a fan, but. <laughs> Uh, this it was either this or I was going to go crazy and do some kind of shelf like display thing, right, and right. honestly, it came down to no one comes down, no one's in my studio but me. I like right, to right. put on camera, I guess, but then I just got this little room behind me, this little space. I don't know, I don't know how to do it. So instead, I put it in this thing. I can always make a change later. The important thing is my my beloved retro things are not out collecting dust. They're not scattered yes. or getting mushed by something else. They're in the place they're supposed to be. <gasps> Do you mean everything has a place and everything in its place? Oh, yes, I do mean that. Okay, okay Father. Okay. Now, son, <laughs> go out into the world and learn a way, uh, find, find a way. Find anyway, a way, baby. That's what I've been up to. What did you do? Uh, I know you've been like Star Fox up the Yanker because you did all kinds of things here. What did I you? did do a bunch of Star Fox. Fox Star- Whoa, Whoa, hey, hey. I did do in. a bunch of Star Fox. Fox, man, I couldn't get it out for some reason. But anyway, yeah, I've been doing Star Fox 3D prints because you know why? Because there's a whole bunch of assets out there uh, of Star Fox from the Wii U games, including uh, some of the uh, some of the other games as well. But this one, this little Star Fox I'm showing right now, which is a resin print, it is the AR wing. And if you look really close, you can see that Fox McCloud is right there in the seat. Oh, this yeah. is actually He's printed from an asset that was exported from the Wii U version of Star Fox. And I also have this one as well. This one was exported from a different uh, game, but it's another AR wing. I really wanted to play with some of these things. That one of my favorite ships. It's just really simple. 
you know, just it's just got all these hard, cool lines. Yeah. And uh, I've been printing those. I actually printed out a Fox McCloud statue guide, little little standee thing. But I think one of my cats ate him. And uh, but I've been Uh-oh. printing out a whole bunch of these things. And at the end of the show, we may announce what we might be doing with some of these things. I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing a little organizing. Uh, but man, it's it's really cool. Uh, because my two worlds have met up with the with the retro stuff. I've been printing out a lot of uh, you know storage places for all my retro stuff. But here I am finally in the 3D world. Uh, we're playing a 3D game uh, this week. Yeah, very early 3D. It's SNES 3D. Come on, man. That yeah. is that that's is early. old. It's early. That that's why. Retro. That's partly that is... why their ships are so pokey because there were very right. few polygons uh, involved in that early yes. business. So. That's what you had to do. That was uh, yeah. the the that shape was was easily rendered uh, at thirteen frames per second, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun doing that. I also got a little excited uh, when I saw Wii U in twenty sixteen. There was still games coming out in twenty sixteen for the Wii U. There was a game called Star Fox Zero. Now this is not exactly retro, but I did order it. Did it arrive? Yes, it did. And I opened it and I left it in another room. Oh, uh, it, it got was here like, today. Yeah, it must have gotten here today, then. Yeah, it did. It just arrived today, and, oh. and, and I came in, I ripped it open, and I said, "I need to. Show, I'm going to show this on air." And then I left it in oh. the kitchen. Well, done. so what well you going to do? But just yeah. trust me, I have the Star Fox uh, Zero for the Wii U, and I can't wait to kind of break it out. It was only like thirty bucks, and I think it came with an extra bonus game as well. I got to look at. Um, I haven't had my Wii U out in a while. That's more like less retro and more like mm, almost getting nostalgia time. And also, people hated that version. And I like to play games sometimes people that people hate. hated to see if it's truly justified. I've read this game. You have to use uh, you have to use your TV and your Wii, uh, your Wii U controller mm. uh, to really play the game right, that you can't play with any other... You can't like just play with a regular controller because there's a whole bunch of information on the screen, which is... I think people bitched about it. I actually... That was my favorite part about the Wii U uh, was when, when they would have more interface on my little handheld. Yeah. That I, that's was how a... I usually played it. Some people were like, but I like to play it on the handheld alone. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get it. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes yeah. it's okay to have some games... That are you know that that do the, do it this way. People were not... annoyed with that device in general. Uh, yeah, it was not a success for Nintendo by any stretch. It was not. But I do think it's a little bit of a bummer that uh, that Star Fox got left behind a little bit. You know, like uh, yeah, that's yeah. Star Fox is a story of uh, so so many people love Star Fox. Oh, here's a story. The, my day job. Give me your day job at. story. Yeah, there is there is a lady there, and she's younger than me, a lot younger. Uh, but she is really big. When the when the switch came out, she brought it to to work and everything. I was like, "Oh, you got a switch? Cool." And she's like, "Yeah," because I love playing all of these, uh, playing all the old games because I grew up and had an NES and you know in in different Nintendo consoles. Even yeah. though she had them later, they they came out before she she had them kind of late sure. for her. Sure. And so I was like very excited this past week. I printed some Star Fox stuff out, including a little Star Fox model. And I brought it to work and I showed it to my cool nerd friends. And I said, hey, I saw her in the, in the break room. I was like, hey, look at this. I said, hey, look at that. Look at that. She says, oh, yeah, what is that? I was like, Star Fox. Never heard of it. I was like, <gasps> what? 
What you you played the she had a she had a NES and SNES and an N sixty four and a GameCube. She never she, heard of it. Not even never like even not even like Fox. Smash Brothers or any of that. He's in there. Nope. You fight you fight Cloud in there. I know. Or He's can, one of the favorite characters in the thing. So yeah, I was like, you can be what in, you can be Cloud McCloud or sorry Fox McCloud McCloud of the Clan McCloud and you can play him. Directly, I don't know how you do. How do I don't know how you go through any of those generations and not know who Fox is. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I thought the same too. It's a much beloved franchise that just always seems to get the short end of the stick. Star Fox is a very simple game, uh, but just you know, just tropes, but just so much attitude and so much. It reminds me kind of like Sonic on the Nintendo side. Yeah. It's like oh look at this attitude and small team, and you know it's simple. They you, you perform this one game kind of task and that's their jam and they got you know one liners sure I like star fox and he's a hoot you know he's a hoot yeah and you got the slippy toad and you got the you got the stupid rabbit and you got that hawk or that what's his name falco sorry falco the, he's not falco. a falcon no he's not a falcon <laughs> but he looked but i always thought he was i'm like oh falco the falcon yeah because that name him, plus he looked like a bird that might be a falcon we all assumed yeah. falcon it's not yeah. a falcon it's not, it's not a falcon. No. Falcon? Falcon, no, no. It's like He's finding a, out that Slippy is a, I don't know, a hippo or something. A turtle. Though. Yeah, or a turtle. turtle. It's yeah. so stupid. Anyway, in typical Nintendo fashion, weird characters and weird story all around them. We're going to talk about them now. So sit back and enjoy this. Destroy it. <laughs> That's the wrong one. Shall we play a game? We shall indeed. Let's talk about Star Fox. You are the elite a leader of a squad of anthropomorphic animal pilots. All right? Mm, you fly throughout the Lilat star system. That name's going to be important coming up. Don't forget Lilat or Lilat. Just hold on to it. It's a terrible I say Lilat. Mm-hmm. I say Lilat too, but I can't stand it. It's a terrible word. <laughs> anyway, in the prototype air wing spacecraft to prevent the galactic conquest of a mad scientist in this 3D shooter for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and at the time, you were provided with cutting edge. Nintendo would claim uh, light years ahead technology, yes. uh, 3D technology provided by the brand new Super FX chip that was built right into the cartridge, thus making the cartridge itself way too expensive. Yes. Uh, but it, it was there. And you got 12 frames per second, roughly. Uh, it, is a, it is a very charming but ugly throwback. To the early days of 3D in video games, I will. And say. I had kind of forgotten when we started this. I had forgotten that Star Fox was a Super FX chip. I kept for some reason thinking it was all sprite based, and immediately I was like, "Oh my god, how did I cross the streams? How did I forget mm-hmm. that this was you know because SNES? You don't think I, I I rarely think about the Super FX chip. It it, it was there." Uh, did what Yoshi's Island? There was a couple of games, like three games, yep. yeah. And Yoshi's Island, all it benefited from performance, yeah. But it didn't do anything with like overt 3D stuff, and so no. it was weird. This was the only game that said, you know, let's put like five polygons on the screen, see what we come yeah. up. And with. it wouldn't be long before the N64 would come out after this, you know. So I mean, we were we were we were getting close to the end for the for the SNES, yeah, and but what it could do. So this was the tail end of that stuff, and they were trying to do stuff that. I don't know. Distracted people from this three or the thirty-two X from from uh, uh, Sega, which right. promised a lot of the same stuff. 
their their plan here I think made a little more sense. It's like, hey, we'll put a little extra horsepower in the cartridge mm-hmm, mm-hmm. instead of making people go out and buy a whole new peripheral for our damn console. I always like Nintendo's approach to that to add stuff to the cart so that only the people who are wanting that cutting edge game. I actually like that's a better model. Uh, because you can you can put that cost towards the people who are interested in that technology, and kind of you know distribute the cost a little bit for for the you know the early the early adopters versus uh, you know just if, if you want to play this game you're gonna have to get this whole new system and stuff. But, yep. you know, yeah. Had a very intense intro. Listen to this. Listen, see that—that that means what? business, right? Business. Yeah, Miyamoto-san yeah. is really—he—he—he uh, he, he wanted something fun and cool, and he—he he got it there. He definitely did. Um, but went ahead and put fuzzy dumb animals in it, and that—that that made it less cool. But <laughs> I love the fun. I—I yeah. Have you seen the cover art? Oh yeah, hell yeah. I and mean, I'm not going to yeah, complain. By the way, that is not to me. That is not a downside of the game. In fact. Right. What I would really like, I, I was going to save this for later, I'll just say it now. What I really want out of Nintendo is a Switch or Beyond Generation uh, title in the Star Tra- uh, Star uh, Fox universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we get a big open universe, give me something like Freelancer, uh, you know, whatever Star Citizen's trying to be, maybe that game. So huge, just like expansive, you got to fly everywhere in the universe, do all kinds of missions. Uh, sell stuff when you go to space stations, all that. But it's all these little dudes, you get slippy toad and everybody running around. I'd love that. I'd, I'd be I love all this in. Idea. Yeah, let's you do know, it. you know, the, if you've seen the cover art, the the SNES version of Star Fox, you've seen it, and you're like, what kind of weird 3D rendering of a fox is this? And it's not. It's picture of a puppet. Uh, Miyamoto was was had had bigger dreams for Star Fox. Than just this game, he wanted it to. He wa- he wanted to see it turn into like uh, a puppet show. Uh, he wanted he wanted because he was big fans of those uh, the, those. Uh, oh, what's the word? The the thunder the 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 Thund- puppet ones. Thunder the, or Thunderbirds? The Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. That's it. The Thunderbirds. Yeah. So he was big fans of stuff like Thunderbirds and that kind of stuff. So on the cover of this box is this weird looking uh, Thunderbirds puppets kind of Star Fox character and in the I think in the manual I think they've got the other characters as well. Uh but man, I the more I dug into Star Fox, the more I was like, I'm like you. I want to see this this universe expand a little bit because I'm I'm kind of interested in seeing uh what's going on. What's and I also this? learned a bunch of stuff about Japanese culture and yeah. you know fables and that stuff because this a lot of the stuff comes from uh Japanese fables and also one of the phrases Fights like um, um, uh, dogs and monkeys, which oh. is not an American. Oh, we say a, fight, fights like dogs and cats. It's weird, but that's the reason why uh, on uh, the, on the planet there's dog leaders, and in the sky uh, there's there's dead monkey leaders. Oh my there. lord! I yeah, don't even so know that's why they're fighting. Think about that. Okay, so I noticed yeah. uh, on the cover, you know, he's very strange looking. This puppet thing. But what's up with his feet? Did he have robot feet? Was that, that ever explained? I, I I heard from some people while I was streaming this. They asked the same question because they all had these weird robot feet. And I'm like, was there some kind of amputation? Are they gravity boots? 
Are they thinking that the bo- bottom feet are just paws like regular animals? Are they like you got human hands, but they just have like animal paw feet yeah. and they have to have? I don't know. I never got a, a straight answer on that. It's very strange. Uh, very, very yeah. weird idea to, to, to do that. But I guess I would say this. They took what is, I think, kind of a average on rails first person experience or third person experience that plays a lot right. like Space Harrier or any number of other this reminded me most of how I felt when I was playing the Star Wars arcade game when you would everything was on rails and you're flying right. in between buildings uh, and you're having to hit things at, at, at certain points, uh, you know, and you use the force, Luke, and all, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. It felt it, it feels like that to me. And I'm but fine with it. Me. I'm totally fine with that as, as a core gameplay. But what really makes it is the weird story, funky characters and typical Nintendo like strange bits. This could have been right. like dumb sci-fi characters, just some grunty-looking guy going, "All right, let's get the aliens, let's go." Instead, they were like, "Nope, fox, uh, rabbit. They're all fighting this dog. Hey, what's what's the toad up to?" Like, that's a weird. It's a weird choice that I think absolutely makes the game. It makes or breaks the game. Right. I I love the fact the deeper I dug into it because some of it I thought, oh, just limitations of storytelling. In a in a game format, but then I found out it's like no, uh, you know, uh, Andros is really a disembodied head because he's 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 dead, but he's reformed himself, and that's why he's in space and he's mad at uh, Fox's uh, Star Fox. Uh, Scott, uh, no, it's not Star Fox. Name the team. Um, he you know he's mad uh, at uh, Fox McCloud because his father something something betrayals yada yada. <laughs> The yeah. story gets very soap opera, which is great because that's what you want in your space opera kind of. Yeah, uh, but it wouldn't world. work if they weren't these dumb animals. I'm telling you, that would be boring and oh, dumb. Absolutely. And also wrote like it'd be like a million other anime stories that are all yeah. kind of throwaway and samey, except it's a fox and a, a dog fox, and maybe. a frog and a not falcon and all these things. It To me, that's the magic. That's the sauce. Yeah, and I think the AR wing is the sauce because... I printed more of these stupid ships than than anything, just because I'd something about like an X wing or an A wing type of ship that just just makes me want to do that. Just be I'm a, I'm a kid again. For, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it too. I like how Slippy also says "ribbit" a lot at the end of his sentences. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's great because. Uh, I learned more about Slippy. I learned all kinds of stuff this past week. This is a real enjoyable deep dive for me, learning more about Star Fox, especially the lore behind the game. Mm-hmm. I knew a lot about the game. I played a lot of Star Fox. Yeah. Uh, but learning that uh, a lot of the characters were based on, you know, like fables, Japanese fables. But then Slippy Toad was based on a coworker <laughs> who had uh, who had a frog and would write rip it, rip it on stuff. And so they wrote all of that. Uh, I, I couldn't tell if they were annoyed by this guy, but he definitely was making an impression with the other people. And uh, Slippy is one of the most hated characters, especially when he starts speaking. By the time you get to the 64-bit, people start hating Slippy. But I love Slippy. Slippy's I, I my Slippy favorite, too. dude. Freaking him, people yeah. want to smack talk Slippy, you have to come through me. That's right. <laughs> Slippy's <laughs> awesome. I played a bunch of this the other day. Uh, yeah. I had the way mine was. My, my ROM let me speed up the frame rate. Oh, so wait, was you um, playing the 64-bit version? N- no, I was playing okay, the Okay, because the 64-bit version messes with your head because when they show the animals speaking, they're doing this really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it wasn't that though. It was it was a, it was the SNES game, and I could right. go into there was something I could do inside of RetroArch that let me uh, smooth out gotcha. the frame rate. And okay. I'll tell you what, this game's pretty good at whatever it is sixty. Maybe it's only thirty. I don't know. It was so much better than the twelve or whatever the FX chip was capable of. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I played it on my uh, SNES Classic Mini. Yeah, uh, and it was it was beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It's a great. It's a. It's really a good one of these, like a good ra- yeah. on rail shooter. I'm just you know I'm convinced though it, that the special sauce is this goofball story. That's really what it does makes it. it. It it was really like playing an arcade game. This this felt like such an arcade game because everything is big and to the point and straightforward. Because when you're flying through the buildings and they're falling, you kind of know where to go. There's big, uh, there's big places for you to shoot at. You know, they're flashing, you know, red so that you know you're supposed to shoot there. Um, I like I said, it, it just seemed like they put fun at the top of the list, and everything else just kind of fit in. Mm-hmm. And I had fun. Didn't they? Aren't they all? I don't know. I guess just Falco and Fox are in the uh, are in Super Smash Brothers. I think. I think you are. Correct, and I'm not even it's sure. Did Fox while. even make it to to uh, game or to uh, Mario Kart? I wonder. Hold on, Fox. I don't think I've ever Mario. seen a Mario Kart, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist there. Kart. Let me just see. I can't. My brain, but I don't remember him there. My brain won't let me. There was that one cart where everybody's using the hovercraft. Which one was that? Seven. Well, they told he's totally in it. Sorry, oh, he's, he's totally in, in it. Yeah, he's in eight at least. I don't know about eight. the previous ones. Yeah, okay, but, that was eight. I mean, that's one that was like that. Okay. Yeah, he may have been in an earlier one too, but um, yeah, I know he's in Smash. And my point is. You know, like any venerable uh, Nintendo IP or character, he has earned his place right. there. I think it's fine. oh yeah, people people definitely love the Star Fox, and it's a shame because people on the development side and people uh, receiving it are all just like, we want more Star Fox, and it's like they can never quite figure out what the vehicle is for it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like they, they want it's just, he always seems to have the Star Fox has the worst timing there. Yeah. Yep. That's how I want to say Star go. Fox I has agree. the worst timing. I agree with that. It's a little bit like um, similar timing. The Horizon Zero Dawn and Horizon uh, Forbidden West games. Right. Both had this horrible timing. Uh, it came out the same month or week, I think maybe or even a week apart from uh, the first game came out a week apart from the original uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right, and it was just like that. How are you going to compete with that? All right, number yeah. one. Yeah. Then the second one comes out the same week as Elden Ring, another game that just completely took everybody's attention and everybody forgot everything else that was going on around it. Those games are amazing, right? She right. deserves her place in the Sony pantheon of amazing uh, <laughs> 3D action games, but she just keeps having this shit timing, <laughs> right? When she comes out or whatever, and. You know, we'll, we'll get more into what happened to Star Fox after the this iteration and the N sixty four iteration. I think it's all a little bit weird the way things went, but they're they are touching on where I think this series needs to go next, right? Uh, which will it's real we'll hard to. not to. It's real hard to because it's also just all this is kind of Star Wars, right? I mean, it's just Star Wars with with animals, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, no one's using the Force, but. Yeah, I mean it's like all the dog battles in Star Wars is 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 this, and I I really dig that, and yeah. I think it's cool. I have nothing I'm wrong watching, with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I'm watching it right. I'm watching what you're doing now. The the in space scene stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, when it's going to wireframe because you're you're losing 
Uh, you're, you got too much damage, I'm assuming. Maybe not. I don't know why he keeps going flash in, in, in I thought it was a that. stealth thing, no? It might be a stealth thing. There's like if there's bombs sequence. you can use. Yeah. You have shield. The shield is how you – was your shield depletes, you will you will eventually go down, and your your wingman uh, will pop up from time to time and kind of – kind of give you a, a status report on what's going on. See, this part right here reminds me of doing that Star Wars. Yeah, this is just a uh, trench run, right? Yes, this is a trench run is all it is. You're, you're going, you're going in to ships. shoot the final thing in the, the little Death yeah. Star hole, and now you're going to win, and Luke's, Luke's the winner. Yeah, you got to turn um, off the targeting computer and just get in here and uh, and blow it up and yeah. get out. Yeah, I mean, as much as I... I, I think Star Fox stands on its own. There is a lot of Star Wars crap going yeah, on. That's fine. You can you can you can do that. Look, even this bit that. where you've got to go inside and shoot the little look at that little yeah. thing right there. Yeah, see this is that may as well be the the half built new um uh, <laughs> Death, Star. Death Star in that third movie. Yeah. But anyway There's no vulnerabilities in this thing. Uh oh. We're blowing up. Now then something happened that nobody knew happened. It sounded like this. Ominous. Yes. Oh. oh. It's a really cool intro, by the way, on Star Fox 2, where you fight a big space dragon. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's um, way cool. You fight him a couple of times in that uh, uh, it, it later on. Yeah, they'll, space they'll dragons rock. Them. Nobody's going to yeah. deny you that. Space dragons are cool. And uh, Star, Star Fox 2 was supposed to happen. Oh, we didn't mention this real quick. In Europe, this game was called Starwing. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's, I've heard two theories on why that is. Have you heard the theories? No. Give me the theories because I think that is freaking weird. What is the point of calling um, Starwing? One reason was it sounded too similar to a company called Starbox, and they were oh. worried about that. That's the most popular one I've heard. The other one is there is a Star Fox game on the Atari 2600. I think it's one word. Instead of the two the two words, oh. I don't know why that would be a problem. Just some, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, there that that was the two uh, things we we heard that it was just uh, Star Fox sounded too much like Star Fox, and they didn't want to yeah. get into that, so they just called it Star Wing. Deal oh with, yeah, here it is uh, the Star Fox for in the Atari twenty six hundred. <laughs> the twenty six hundred. Yeah. Look at this, Chet. This was a legit thing. What are you doing, flying around? Oh, this is almost like Defender. Yeah, it kind of has a defender thing on it, but it looks like a little spaceship. It's like, yeah. is, it, oh, is there is there a fox in there? I don't know. I can't say. I can't, can't quite see him. Weird. Yeah, Sticks. look at that. Way back in the background, does that look like uh, that? Look like the little uh, on rails uh, part you to fly through, right? It's just, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, is there a possible is there a possible scenario where Miyamoto or somebody was like playing their twenty six hundred and went, oh, maybe they forgot. You know, kind of, kind of with a thing where it's like you, it's like, oh, this, that's a good idea, and then you realize, oh. Oh, I, I used to play that. I, I forgot. I doubt yeah. it. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, besmirch their good name, but it does, no. does no. seem a little funny. Um, yeah, it was originally called that in, in Europe, and you guys are weird over there, so good job. StarCraft 2 did not happen. Uh, no, it, uh, not well, Star, Star Fox 2. Sorry, I said StarCraft. I keep saying craft. It's impossible yeah. for me not to Season. do it. Star Season. Fox 2 didn't happen when it was supposed to happen. It ended up happening, but it happened way later, as in 2017, when the Super Nintendo... Uh, Mini was released, yeah, and uh, that was the first anybody's really seen of it. But it was long rumored to exist, right. and uh, it finally happened. First time I seen it was was the last Nintendo Classic. But apparently, during the the late nineties, there was a scene, there was a emulation SNES scene that was going on 
and some people had uh, gotten a hold of official the final release because this thing was completely finished. Yeah, and Miyamoto game. was the one who nixed it because they didn't want to compete with the N64. They didn't want to look foolish releasing a substandard 3D game when they were about to release the N64. Yeah. And so they just didn't do it. And I'm like, you fools. Yeah. Okay. It's, it, they are fools because did you know you could turn your ship into a mech? Did you know that? That is my... I completely forgot about it until I was playing this. I played it when I first got my, my mini. Uh, and I'd completely forgot... But man, you ought to heard the stupid laugh that came out of my mouth where I was like, yeah, it's so stupid. It looks so dumb. It's like a broken duck or something, but it is like a broken duck. So you got your, it still looks like the, the, the AR wing, uh, plane, but the, the wings pop down and pop up and you, you walk on two of the legs and it's, it's totally not plausible, but it's it's kind of cool. I but really this game, the two two has like panache, man. There is like some yeah. some serious like whoa factor going on for me. Yeah, um, strategy stuff. Yeah, you get you get to play when you like, that's how you start out. Instead of like doing this on rails thing, you're doing this strategy thing where uh, where where uh, the monkey man is attacking the, the planet. Uh, and you've got to stop him, and you've got everything on right there on the screen, yep. and you can choose what planet and what ships you want to go to first and fight. And if there's there's missiles coming towards the planet, you basically got to keep the planet from being destroyed. Uh, and if if it reaches 100 percent destruction, it's over, uh, and you just have to you have to fight your way through it. Yep. It's a lot of fun, a lot of yeah. space battles. Yeah, and you get to kind of ch- choose your own path, which is the point. And then when yeah. you hit yeah. like a little patch you're like oh this doesn't seem too hard and you'll rip through these guys real quick but then you get to the next area like is this cl- they were heading toward a concept of open world universe game that's what they were right. a- that's what this was a step closer to that and that's what i'm saying the future of star fox is that and only that they can't if they don't do that they're, they've effed up i don't even know if they're ever, they're ever do one i don't think the switch ever gets a star fox game personally right they, well, they had the how how far did the, was the Starlink was that the last place the spiritual successor of this is kind of like when you get into Starlink and there actually is some crossover with Star Fox and Starlink. You did, mean did the, 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 Ubi, the Ubisoft game? Is that the game? Is that it? Was it Ubisoft game? I think so. I'm trying to remember. Let me see. Ubisoft Starlink. Starlink had all that hardware stuff you could buy that was kind of like Amiibos, but it wasn't. Yeah, it didn't. It was the hardware game crossover thing that everybody thought was going to be a huge thing, and then it kind of pooped out. It plays fine by itself. Um, yeah, the version that they sell now is called Starlink Battle for Atlas. Dig- or uh, let's see, that's uh, some edition. Anyway, yeah, it is Ubisoft. But you're right. It is yeah. Ubisoft. I have that game. It's actually quite good, and it's very yeah. reminiscent of what Star Fox was, except a little bit more open, a l- less on rails, that sort of stuff. Um, and even like you said, on the Switch version of that game, Star Fox was an included uh, character. You could have his ship and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a little bit weird, but um, you know, Nintendo and Ubisoft doing some crossover with their other games. With yeah. their uh, what's the strategy game called? Uh, Mario and Rabbids. That one. Oh yeah, the um, Rabbids thing. Yeah. So they're not this. They're not. Yeah. They're not not used to the idea of working with them. But uh, I think. You know, of all the games that have come since, if you're looking for something that's truly spiritually success, successor level stuff, that's a good one. I would yeah. also argue, even though the game types are very different, different, I would argue that the uh, Everspace one and two games, oh yes, 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 very yes, yes. controlly 
like those games. Like you control them a lot, like Star Fox. I don't know. I, I feel like those games kind of are pretty rad, right? Uh, right, and worth worth playing. I'm going to mention those again before the end of this thing. But anyway, now you can have it. Star Fox Two available on your SNES Classic. I also see plenty of people have ripped it down to a ROM form and uh, oh, yeah. ha- have it available <laughs> that way. Yeah, well, like uh, I said, the ROM was 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 found because a lot of people were annoyed. I mean, if you if you completely develop a game, they had showed it at the the, the the CS. They had they had basically said this game is coming out, and then it didn't. And so there was a complete it was a complete game, and people uh, people were able to cajole somebody. I don't know. I I feel like somebody close to the project or fairly close to the project. Uh, leaked one of those. It was like a bunch of early stuff that you could play, but uh, but yeah. And then I had two, two new characters too, Mayu and Faye, which I don't think ever returned anywhere else. But this was to uh, uh, female type uh, pilots as, as wingmen, and uh, you could you could would you pick a player? Then you had to pick a wingman, I believe, when you played this game, yeah. which is uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but Miyamoto was back doing his thing. Dylan uh, Cuthbert, who was the who was the, from from Argonauts, uh, was also the lead programmer on that, and. I enjoyed it. It was one of my, probably one of my, is it my favorite? Maybe my second favorite. It's, it's pretty hard good. to beat with Star Fox 64. So yeah, 64 yeah. is my, is where the high point of the series is for me. But yeah, um, when you start getting the voice acting and stuff, that's when it shines. So this, uh, they're the two lady characters, everybody on screen. Can't see these at home, yeah. but they added these One's two a, uh, the, what, what is a lynx? And one looks like some kind of cocker, a spaniel poodle type yeah, animal. Dog lady for sure. Dog lady. I feel like and all, um, you know, Falco was over there with his attitude and yeah. and Peppy, he's always mad and Slippy is just like ah. <laughs> Peppy's just weird. He's got his pants hiked up. Look at him, they're all got their they're hiking their pants up. Yep. Him and uh but I think Star Fox and Slippy, they were like college roommates, right? They were all they were they was were, that their uh, deal? They went to the academy together. They were all mercenaries. Yeah. I was digging deeper into the story. They're all like were mercenaries until it was time. Uh, to you know, to 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 join this, to join up with the resistance, I suppose, or sure. Um, so yeah. Well, yeah, now, kinda. so speaking of sixty four, let's dive into some voice work here and hear how things are about to change. Yes. It's about time you showed up, Fox. You're the only hope for our world. I'll do my best. Andros won't have his way with me. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> That's iconic. That good luck thing, I still say. Whenever I good say luck. good luck, yeah. you may hear me say good luck. But in my head, I'm going, good luck, good luck. <laughs> has, a, has this guy's vibe to it. Aliens. There's something about it. Good luck. Aliens. Yeah, yeah. Actually put some pretty good one-liners. They did. This is where we get the barrel roll from and so yeah this is this, yeah. this is what most people this is this is peak Star Fox yeah, or this Lilat is for, Wars for you uh, in Europe yeah Lilat okay back to Lilat can we talk about that they didn't even call Lilat. it Starwing yes. they called it Star instead of Starwing 64 to match with the European version of the SNES game they called it Lilat Wars yeah. it's freaking terrible it's a terrible name I feel bad. I feel bad for I do feel bad, too. But, you know, it's, it's still good. Get the voice acting. I guess you can No, the game's it. fine. Don't get me wrong. Like I yeah. thought the, my favorite thing about this was the couch competitive air, uh, air battle stuff, the dogfighting yeah, yeah. mode. And I played that a ton with my with my friends. And I think I had tiny kids at this point. 
this this game was part of something that changed gaming game controllers forever and that was this was the first game that had the rumble pack and this was originally sold with the rumble pack and up until this point uh, your controllers didn't rumble it's not even that just that it's also this analog stick changed the way you controlled the game forever like yeah you you had a smooth sort of thing going on that you just weren't used to and also the frame rate in that game was very good partly because there wasn't a lot going on there was you know like space games even when they were on on ground there were very few objects to sort of clutter things up and slow stuff down um but it was buttery smooth and the dog fighting was a blast and i loved you gotta kind of give to miyamoto he wasn't wrong in the fact that it's almost an embarrassment to see star fox if this was the other game that you had in the barrel, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. if it's like, oh, do we even bother? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I get it. Wait. I totally get it. Yeah. And in fact, you know what? Years later, it's fun to know that the mini came with this game that was never released. There, So yeah. in a way, it's like it all comes around. It's fine. The work came it's out. Fine. Yeah, it's all good. If you were yeah, a kid you this- and all you wanted was Star Fox 2 and all you heard about at E3 that year or whatever they were doing, I guess CES, yeah. you would have you would have been disappointed. I understand that. But... This this is this was a huge Leaps. leap, a gigantic yeah. leap over that game. Like it, it's huge not leaps. even comparable. I feel like the entirety of Star Fox on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System would fit, or sorry, the entirety of one ship from the N sixty four game would fit on that cartridge. Like right, we just got huge. Things got big. It got it got much better. It just it just really did. But yeah, but looking back, I'm like, oh, you fool. We would have loved to have had that Star Fox 2. But yeah, as a release, I mean, it'd be hard to sell people. It's like, here's our uh, here's our flagship uh, platform with the game. Or for about the same price, you could own for Star Fox 2 on your Super NES. Yeah, or Lilat. <laughs> Lilat, Lilat Wars. Wars. Yeah, didn't even get a sequel number. Star- I don't know. Well, they didn't have, they didn't have to worry about the name. Uh, for Star Fox Two, because it never went anywhere, so they don't have to worry about any uh, any 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 copyright stuff for that one. To my, but this incorporated this incorporated a lot of the, the gaming things that they had into anyway. They just kind of moved it forward, right? Uh, and and they put it, you know, you still get that overhead strategy kind of view where you gotta you gotta pick your your path, and it's got branching paths. So this is this was built in house though. This was Nintendo's uh, in house game yeah. as opposed to argonaut doing something so yeah yeah you know what it reminds me of this is a weird comparison i know but um diablo 3 just launched their 28th season and in that they have this new mode or this new um addition to the game that's basically like a slightly less complex version of the skill system coming out in four which is a whole new game right 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 and they put a little bit of it in in three now and in a weird way, Star for the Star Fox Two feels like feels like that. It's like, oh, here's a little piece of what we were gonna do, yeah. And but oh boy, is it much better in this other thing, you know? Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook.
My biggest yeah. complaint about the series in general, though, even this one, even the 64 game, which I, I hold in high regard, I'm just not a on-rails... Yeah, they went back to like corridor it. mode for part of this game, and I'm with you. It's, it's not I, You have all this new uh, game type with the 3D, but then you go back. This is a reboot. So mm-hmm. part two was a sequel, but this is a reboot. So yeah. you're going back to the original, and I'm with you. It's just... I, I really kind of hate that it was on rails for part of this. I just don't like on rail shooters in general. And, you know, they were competing with things like Panzer Dragoon and other right. games of, of that ilk. And that was okay then, I guess. But I was spoiled by PC space shooters. They felt open and big. Right. And I had control about where I wanted to go. And I had more access, access to move yes. on, not just X and Y, but. Also Z, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would like to also use my Z. If I could please. use Z access, please. And so there was just right. a feeling of restriction here. And that's why I think the multiplayer struck me as so much fun because there's nothing on rails about it. It's a big arena. Right, right. You fight within that arena, but you, you know, there's a feeling of freedom. On this is the, the one where you can do like the uh, the flips and stuff. Is that am I still this is the, this is the right one, right? Where you can yeah, the, you can uh, totally do air like the U tricks. the U turn, I believe, or something. It's mm-hmm. still it's not on rails in the arena areas, but you can uh, you can fly a certain path and then you hit the edge and you have to turn it back around and and come back. Right? Is that the yeah? One I'm I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and this level right here is using reminds me of the tech they use for wave race. Like, look at that way that lava moves. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I can see that. It's pretty cool. I mean, of the N64 era stuff, I think this graphically is one of the games that actually still holds up. You know, yeah, it's good. You know, it's it's good because you got all these pickups. It's still fine. You you gotta you gotta be constantly focused. Uh, It's like it's almost a shoot them a shoot them up from first person Mm -hmm. is what you're really looking at. Trying Mm -hmm. to make sure you you get your pickups and shoot everything on screen and then avoid the giant lava wave. Yeah. And, and the uh, big robot yeah. that's in there somehow, or is that a bug? I don't know what he is. What is he? he he's, I, he's a robot bug. Yeah, he's a bug. Bug, bug made of robots. Oh no. Oh look, his, now his arms are bleeding. Oh, this is a rough day for him. He's having oh, a bad it's, one. It's bad. He's, he's got to go back into the lava. Yeah. That's where he, he belongs. Did, he, Brian. Did. he belongs there. That's where he should go. <laughs> now that is kind of the retro era for this stuff, but I wanted yeah. to make sure we mentioned Star Fox Adventures, and we and we are going to talk about it. Um, this was a two thousand two old school retro stuff. We I I was trying to struggle with this too, and I know we we've struggled with it both of us. And I was like, you know what, this is old school retro. Yeah, but there's still there's still retro stuff. Maybe call it modern retro. I don't know. What yeah, no, I like modern I retro. It's actually out. a cool way of putting yeah. that. Um, so the way Brian wrote this out was old school retro, modern retro, and then. You could probably say, "Where are they now?" I don't know because because I, I do want to talk retro. I want to talk about the future of it. But the GameCube had a game called Star Fox Adventures, or if you were in Europe, Dino sorry Dino Planet. Actually, I, I don't think they actually called that in Europe. I was trying to a dino, it's dinosaur planet. I typoed that. That's oh, is that your bad. typo? <laughs> yeah, Dino Dinosaur Planet was actually the game. It was uh, it was it was based on. Gotcha. It was actually originally it was it was a rare game. Uh, called Dinosaur Planet, and Miyamoto saw that the the character, uh, the primary character, kind of seemed like a Star Fox type, and so he's like, "Let's just move it over here to Star Fox because we need a new one." Yeah, they basically were were they were hard up for a new Star Fox game, and they <laughs> wanted to do something a little bit different. And I really like the concept execution. Yes. It's not that great. It's got problems. They basically wanted to make a big adventure game where you're 
Fox McCloud on foot a huge amount of the time. Yeah. Like you're out running around like a fox. You're not like in a ship. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, How are you supposed to do a barrel roll if you don't have a, you know, an, an AR wing, an R wing? Exactly. To- exactly. It's a very weird, it's a weird game. But from a it graphical is. standpoint, I think it's one of Rare's better looking games. Um, oh, so good. It's gameplay just Game bugs cube. people because you weren't doing a lot of star or you weren't doing a lot of ship to ship combat. And it, right. that bothered people. This is more of on the ground. This is like a Zelda game almost in a lot of ways. Yeah. And uh, again, I actually think the future of this franchise is something more like this, but with a heavy dose of space shit as well. Um, but going down to the planets that you're that you're visiting, dealing with the people or the people, the uh, animals that live down there. Other animals. Uh, it's basically a dinosaur planet he's on right now. Um, I think is a really cool concept and I think there's something yeah. here and I think given today's technical know-how and the way we design games today and our hardware capabilities, even on the Switch, this is a no-brainer. I don't know why this isn't a game already. It, it, it bugs me a little bit that we yeah. haven't ever heard anything about it. I, I wish it was, this. yeah, I wish it was more of this too. But what's if, if every Star Fox game that was in development or was being planned made it, I don't think anybody complained because most of it was classic Star Fox. And I think everybody was just so mad. It's like, I want a, I want a Star Fox proper. If you at least give me that, then I'm I'm willing to eat whatever else you want to give me Star yeah. Fox. If you want to give me an adventure, that's fine. But it, give me a, a freaking Star Fox in space. Yep. And, forget, and forgive me. I said N64 earlier. I meant GameCube. I knew that. I'm just, yeah, it is GameCube. My, is brain, GameCube. my brain keeps Correction. saying N64. I could have typed um, it wrong too. Yeah. So I only played a little bit of this in the day. I didn't try it for this week. I played all the other stuff we've talked about, but this, this, yeah, I didn't I'm get saving this one for later because I didn't, I also did not play this one. I watched a little bit of footage. I don't remember this game at all, just, just from reading and, and, and that kind of stuff. But it looks good though. So yeah, it's kind of like a really Ocarina does. of Time kind of, you know, kind mm-hmm. of game and parts of it. And then there's also an AR, AR wing mode uh, at some point. I, I didn't get to see any of that, but. I want. I want to play it. I want to it try is it. It's just. It is a. Maybe they they relied a little too much on this ground business, and not yeah. enough in the ship. And they could have done both more. I think. I don't know. It's a, yeah. it's a weird thing. It was received in a weird way. There's nothing wrong with you know. Most of the time, these guys make nothing but amazing games over at Rare, yeah. and by all accounts, it's a good game. It's just. I, I think know. probably if if this was coming out today, if I, if I was first time seeing this, I'd probably go. Why? Why put Star Fox in this game? It, it could just be. This it could, could have be been anything. anything. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Although it is cool seeing his ship there. It is cool seeing it though. I yeah. love that. It looks like Turok Town. I don't understand why he's got his pet uh, Triceratops or wherever that thing is. It's riding up his bum, but maybe, it's got to be. Maybe annoying. it's always going ah to tell him where to go, <laughs> like Zelda style. You know? Yeah, yeah. It probably Maddie. is actually. Could be. Uh, here's what that got game weather effects, like. all that good stuff. Listen to this lady. Bolina, are you there? Oh man, that was Star Well, is that from the game? Yeah, that was it. Oh wow. There's some lady speaking some foreign planet language. There's a lot of subtitles in this game, actually. I love it. And uh she's she's serious. Listen to that. I feel like I'd do it. Whoever that yeah. is, whatever they need, I'll take care of it. Whatever you need. Yeah. I think you know? Rare did something pretty good here. I, like I said, I think I would have poo-pooed it. Because I'm such an old school Star Fox fan, but I think I probably deserve that game. Probably deserves more than I gave it. Yeah, you and I are in the same boat. 
we were, I yeah. did poo poo it <laughs> at the time. Poo poo. But I think that may have been premature. Uh, but maybe a not premature poo poo. Maybe not a premature poo poo for this though. Team Star Fox, ready for duty. Ah, leave these losers to the pros. We'll beat them in no time. All right, good news, everybody. Namco made a Star Fox game. Good yes, news. this is really getting later. This is in GameCube still, right? Yep, this was yep. Star Fox Assault, which mm-hmm. it is an assault on the ears. It's very poorly uh, audioed. <laughs> I went and watched a whole big playthrough of it. It's very bad. It's loud. Yeah, it's loud. Um, it's just action shooty. Uh, it's a different approach. Uh, it's basically, yeah. here's the summary for it. It's a 3D s- scrolling shooter and third-person shooter video game developed by Namco. Published by Nintendo and the GameCube, it is the fourth release of the Star Fox series. Uh, the game was released in North America in 2005. The game is set after the events of Star Fox Adventures and follows McLeod and his team attempting to save the Lilat system from the enemy insectoid beings called the Aperoids. The Aperoids? How dare you? Well, if you get a case of the Aperoids, talk to your doctor because they gave you cream for that. It contains orchestral uh, arrangements of music from Star Fox 64 as as well as original works created specifically for the game. Uh, Let's see what the reception at the time was. This was met with mixed to positive reception, an average score of 71% on game rankings and 67 out of 100 on Metacritic. Uh, Complaints were aimed at the control scheme during uh, the on-foot portions. Uh, IGN worded the complaint as ground missions suffering from sloppy control, and, but they some of them praised the, uh, the 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 dog fighting bits. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is because everybody knows. Yeah, that's what Star Fox is. Star Fox is dog fights. Yeah. Star Fox is not ground. Actually, the original Star Fox they played with some game ideas of tanks, and so all that stuff is kind of hung around in their little book of ideas. But even early on, there was like, yeah, this is not fun. What's fun is the dogfights. And uh, I, I think if you don't center that in your Star Fox, I, I don't know how you're going to succeed. I don't either. I don't know why you'd even attempt it. There's so much you can right. do to add on to the formula. You don't have to completely just tear it away the way that right. Adventures did. This is obviously a little bit more out in space, but but it still had the on-ground crap. And right. I don't know. Namco's a weird pick. They're fine. I don't it's not like mine Namco, but it just feels differently. Or feels different than mm-hmm. the other game. Like I'm looking at it right here. Yeah. This does not feel like the same game at all as the previous no. game. No. Look how the look how the characters you never really fully turns around. Like Rare's character you could fully turn around. This one just seems more slidey and mm-hmm. and uh it, you know, it just mm, more first person eh. shootery, is a little more doomish, quakish. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. It just to me it's disconcerting to go from one to the other and then that's not a typical Nintendo thing. I don't feel like the quality control is the same. Right. Or yeah. at least control over aesthetic. I don't know. Maybe they maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, but it just feels No, you're not. You're you're actually spot on. So the GameCube was a weird time for Nintendo. Nintendo has was having an identity crisis. They knew that where the action was was in older gamers. That's where the that's where the money was was headed. And uh, so trying to trying to fit that in their, you know, wh- who they were before. Yeah, this is a this is a tough time. The GameCube was a tough time for N- Nintendo trying to understand who it is. And I love I the love GameCube. GameCube. Um, and I know Fair you too. do. A lot of people do. But uh, yeah, it was a problem. Like Sony PS2 is just destroying the console wars. Like this was still yeah. Nintendo trying to compete on that level and saying, well, 
Well, we're going to be number one again. No. No, you're not. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're going to grow everybody else. Be the same. No, Nintendo, no. you just need to be Nintendo. You just need you to be Nintendo. Yeah, and as yeah. soon as they embraced that and figured out how to do that, I'd argue the Wii was the first time they really embraced yeah, it. Exactly. Um, you know, and the Wii U is a different animal, but um, they since then have been like this very comfortable, happy to be there kind of company, and they don't right. need to be anything else. They don't have to try to compete I, I, on those levels. Anymore. I actually like the Wii U. I, it just. It, it was just such an awkward phase again. It was like, eh, we're about to head the switch. It just, it, it was just kind of late. Yeah. It was just, it was time for a change. Yeah. Then the switch, I mean, the switch is the combining of all the best worlds, their, their yeah. prowess with portable stuff. And we didn't even talk about places he may have shown up in portable games, like handhelds. Yeah. Um, Star Fox. And Star Fox goes beyond just what we talked about in the retro realm today. He's, yeah. he, he still exists in a couple other. Uh, of things. Let's see. I've got one here. Here's the one I was thinking of. Where is it? Not Assault. Is it Star Fox? No, Wii U is Zero the is the one Zero. I have. That's, that's the one you're the getting. Wii U. Yeah. yeah, the Zero. That's the one I got. Oh, I know what I was thinking of. The unreleased Virtual Virtual Boy game they made. They showed Yes. The, oh, my God. Yeah. So many great... Uh, so many great... Uh, so much potential yeah. in these canceled uh, Star Fox games. Yep. They had uh, that. They had Starcraft or Star Fox Arcade, which got canceled. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I wonder if it wasn't why they were working with Namco at the time. I wonder if that's what they were. You well, know, maybe. Nintendo wasn't doing as much at the arcade at that time. Because they did say it was originally planned as a companion game with Star Fox Assault, but was abandoned in right. their release. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about this one? Oh, there's a game, game and watch game called Star Fox. came out in 93. Yeah, yeah. It was released in Europe as Star Wing, of course. Yeah. Um, Star Fox Guard. That's hmm. actually in the bundle I have, I believe. I think that's what I got. The Star oh, Fox the Zero thing, and yeah. the Star Fox Guard, yep. I believe. Is what I got. Yeah, that's the Wii U add-on thing. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like... It was a Star Fox uh, Armada yeah. uh, by Retro Studios. It was going to be developed by Retro Studios. It kind of fell apart. It was supposed to feature the puppet visuals and the online multiplayer by, by the, the Nintendo Network. Wait, Retro made um they made the 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 Metroid um right. Prime games, right? Didn't they do Prime? That's right. Oh, I like them. I would have liked to have seen what that looked like. Yeah. That's a bummer. I think it was prime time to do it. Oh, prime time. I see what you've done mm. there. Well, mm-hmm. uh I can say this. He deserves the notoriety he has, Fox McCloud and his friends. And I think he deserves better in that there should be a new game. And I wish there was. Did um, you see the Star Fox Event Horizon thing I, saw, I sent you that was the Free Space 2 mod? Oh, no. Did I miss that? I put a that? video in it under the Worth a Mention. I missed it. Oh, in the in our notes. I thought you meant Discord. Hold yeah, on. yeah. Worth a Mention. Worth a Mention. So it's, it was a mod. I don't know how it's still e- e- existing, but it was a Free Space 2 mod. If you remember that game engine. It's, it's still under development and it's supposed to be a standalone once it gets there. Can't find the link. Where'd you put that? Oh, it's right here. So it's, it's at the top of the worth I mentioned. Like so, under Star Fox Assault, if you scroll down, it's oh, the very next I see one. it. Now I see it. Yeah, and then the video clip. Okay, I want to see this. Hold on. There we go. Worth a mention. Wait. Oh yeah. No wait. What? Wait. Oh, here it is. No, that's <laughs> not it. Where's it's worth? A, I don't see worth a mention anywhere. Where does it say? Oh, we don't. How do you not see? Okay, you see where I'm highlighted? Uh, yes, you're on line twenty-seven. Uh, I'm actually on line 46. Oh, then I was not in the right place. 40, oh, there it is. All right, let me pull it up. Um, let's see. Are you kidding? Doesn't that look good? 
Okay. Jock Blaney returns as Wolf and Bill's Star Trek Event Horizon. Oh my gosh, there are more animals. Oh my gosh, yeah. look at this bullshit. No way will this thing make it past five minutes after it's released, no. even as a Free Space 2 mod, because Nintendo, as soon as it hits, it'll have to, is you'll you'll have to grab it. Oh my gosh, this is like it's very gritty. It's, is, and it's the voice actor uh back uh the guy who was in uh the, the uh, what Teen Wolf. Not Teen Wolf, but the the wolf character. Oh. It's the original voice actor from the Star Fox. From, oh no way. Uh, That's three. cool. Jock Jock Blaney. So wait, this is a full conversion then of this. Oh my gosh. I knew people are doing some weird stuff with this engine. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to check it out. Dude. I, I so want it. I might have to check it out. Yes. All right. That's wild, dude. Oh my gosh, that makes me excited. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's gonna that's the Star Fox we need. Yeah, Nintendo's just gonna shit on this though. There's no way this. Yeah, is absolutely. Out. Immediately, yeah. they're gonna take a big old giant big dumper poo, poo dump on it. A poo dump. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that Star Fox Event Horizon is a free space two mod. If you're looking for it, all right. Mo- free modern space, game. Free space two. Well, sort of modern. Came out in like yeah, modern ish. Two thousand eight. Seven, whatever. Yeah, it was. the engine did, but yeah, people are still working on. The, yeah, uh, people still made. I think it's open stuff. source now, right? I think they made it. Open I, I, source. Be, I believe you are correct. Um, real quick here, if you're looking to where you can play these classic games, the uh, SNES Classic, of course, for one and two, uh, emulation will get you there, as well as Nintendo t- Nintendo's online service has uh, not two though, just one, right? I thought two is on there as well. I uh, can't remember Nintendo. Online Star Fox 2. Let's just see. Star Fox. Um, oh, okay. It says they're adding it, but when? Oh, I guess they... Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Star Fox 2 is coming to Switch. It must be there by now. I thought it was. I thought I saw it last time I signed up. Must I be there now, remember. yeah. N64 games also on there if you buy the extended pass. Yeah, screw you, Nintendo. I have this conversation every week. Yeah, it kind of makes me mad. <laughs> With my stream, every time I talk about Nintendo on my stream, I always get mad because I'm like, stop it, Nintendo. You know I don't play your online services for more than three months at a time, and then I take a six- to nine-month break yep. before I come back. I'm not giving you a full year for it to sit there for six to nine months, me not using it, charge me by the month, even if it's more. You're not getting me to do it. I'm not doing it. Well, here's their current list of games. Mario 64 or 64 64 64 <laughs> Mario Kart 64. I was Mario Far 64. Uh that game is is got its moments but has its problems. Uh, Ocarina of Time, nearly a perfect game. That's on here. Star Fox 64, of course, we just mentioned Paper Mario, amazing game. Super Mario 64, yes. it's the original, the OG, that thing's so good. So Dr. Mario 64, which I never played, so I can't speak to it. Yoshi's Story is bad, in my opinion. Hmm, that is a bad game. We may do some Yoshi in the future. Oh, uh, we, we need we'll to do a Yoshi episode for show. Yeah, he's a bastard. Uh, GoldenEye to the, or, uh, 007, which just hit not long ago. That's on there. Right. And Sin and Punishment, which I have never heard of. Never played. Yeah. Have that, heard of. That game came played. out in 07. It's on here. Right. For the N64. Sin and Punishment. I don't know what that, that is. Late. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That is late. That's super late. I don't remember it being that late. I mean, hold on. Oh six was the Wii, right? So it, it we're already we're already eight years past the GameCube. Oh. 
Uh, okay, so it was only in Japan. I've played emulation, so it released in 2000 in Japan. Oh, oh, it, okay. the story took place in 2007. Oh well, here it says that's the release date. Well, it might have got a U.S. release, did it? I don't think so. I don't know what Nintendo's talking about. It's on their page, so I don't know. It's weird. Interesting. Anyway, N64, get your muddy eyes ready for a good time. All right. Uh, I would also like to reiterate that Everspace 1 and 2 feel like StarCraft, but with modern graphics, and I highly recommend those games, especially 2, because 2 is playing like free space now, and it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, it's almost 1.0. They're still in early access, but that's an excellent game. Running an Unreal Engine is freaking beautiful. They're doing a whole story. You fly all over the place. Nothing's on rails. It's amazing. You should play it. All right. Uh, Brian, we've done it. We did that. But now We talked about Star Fox. But now this. Destroy it. <laughs> Time to play Guess My Game. We play old audio from an old game and try to stump each other as to what it is. And uh, we give each other some hints, a few questions, that sort of stuff, and you know, give oh, each yeah. other. Oh yeah, we was a we chance. was all talking big and bad last week. Like we need some rule sets. Like we're yeah. only going to get three questions and blah blah. blah. Are we doing that yet? I almost we, did today. I almost wrote down a bunch of rules. It? Yeah, and I haven't right. done it yet. So this is as close as you're going to get this week. Uh, Brian, I'm going to play mine first. This is 1994. It is the Genesis, published by Sunsoft. Developed by Iguana Entertainment. Those are your. Oh, yeah, Iguana. I love Iguana. Iguana's great. They made a ton That's of games. That's that, uh, that uh, Utah uh, connection, right? Yeah, they were they were based right here. Um, yeah. Much of a claim was here as well. But anyway, uh, here you go. See if you can figure it out. Sounds like karate. Like karate. I mean, you're not wrong that there's some. Let's say let's say there's some ninja tendencies in here. Let's yeah, see. yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like it's some ninja. It's like somebody's got some nunchucks. Yep. And then when he finally starts fighting. Well, anyway, let's say he throws shurikens. Listen to that Genesis music, dude. Okay, this is a game I... Okay, I'll give you a couple other thoughts here. This Are is a game there I any thought. anthropomorphic animals in it, like Star Fox? Oh hell yeah! Oh really? Okay. Hell yeah! <laughs> this is it. this is the era. That's funny. This is the era. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. That is true. This is the this is the era. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Ninja Choplifter says KT Data. No, Kevin, that is not correct. <laughs> All right. The other hand I'll give you is it's a side scroller, like everything was back then. Right. Um, this was attempting to be uh, yet another challenger to the Sonic Mario throne. But didn't quite get the traction, even though I, I think it's a pretty good game. I think it holds up. Right. Any other uh, thoughts here? It's definitely got ninja vibes. So let me break down. Uh, okay, so let's let's do our 20 questions thing real quick. Okay, uh, so I won't ask 20 questions. Let's ask a few questions. Okay, so we've determined that it is anthropomorphic. So that's that was actually fun. It's, it is animal-based. Yes, so animal-based. It's not mineral. Right. It is animal yeah, uh, vegan vegans do not apply. This is all animal right. based. Yep, this is '90s Genesis iguana. Oh shit! The chat room. Someone what? in the chat got it. Keep going. Oh. Keep going. I can't okay. believe they got it. But. Um, it's got ninja stuff. Is it? Uh, is it n- ninja ninja bat? Let me du- let me double check. Is it is it Nin- ninja? Wait, where's the thing? Is it ninja is it, is- bat? <laughs> nope. Oh no, definitely not ninja bat. Okay, okay. 
Is he is he furry or is he more is he furry? Okay, so here's your second. So this is good. Question number two. We're gonna do three questions. This is how we make right, right, right. Uh, Yes, he is furry. Okay, so it's a furry. It's a furry uh, iguana game. Uh, and you kind of alluded, even though it wasn't fair, because you gave me the the hint before we got the question. Is is he kind of uh, uh, he's kind of like a mascot type? Yeah, he's trying to be. Okay, so is it like a Bubsy kind of game? Uh, that is your third question. I will answer. I mean, what is a Bubsy kind of game? Like, it's a side is it Bubsy, like an anthropomorphic. I mean, you're fighter. Yes and no. Like you don't. You don't let me I'll say it airs closer to the animal it's portraying and less trying to be like people so less anthropomorphic. Okay. But it's still like you know how Sonic is sort of he doesn't look like a hedgehog but he's closer to hedgehog than man. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's more hedgehog than man. Yeah, that's like this. Cuz he rolls. Cuz we can't roll. No, we can't roll. Nobody can roll. I, that's your I, third uh, and final question. Do you have a do you have a All thing? right, right, right. Is uh okay. Is it uh I don't know. He's gotta be is he a marsupial? <laughs> uh no. Well, I don't know. Hold on. All right. Uh I don't know if they're a marsupial. Does, does he does he carry a, a baby around in his pouch? No. I guess that would make him a marsupial if he that. But I don't, I'm trying to think if this animal does that, any of that when they're right, pregnant right. or not, but I don't I don't think they do. They keep a okay. lot of let's say they keep a lot of nuts in their mouth. They keep nuts in their mouth? Yeah. Okay, as the the chipmunks, uh, <laughs> chipmunks go, uh, 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 yeah, it's dark wing chipmunk. I don't yeah, know. Let me I check. Guess. Is it dark? Is it dark wing chipmunk? <laughs> no, it is. Uh, sorry, zero the kamikaze squirrel. Oh, somebody was asking me to play this not too long ago. Uh, it's a good and game. I didn't know anything about it. It's a good. It's very good. It's yeah. a fun game. Bunch of mechanics. You collect and throw these little shurikens, and uh, you you kill big crabs with it, <laughs> like you do. It's a fast Genesis game. Came out in '94, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, and it's technically a spinoff sequel to Arrow the Acrobat. You remember that? series that, well that's what i was actually thinking earlier i was thinking it sounded kind of like it kind of reminded me of some of the music from arrow the acrobat yeah but i was thinking similar. that would have been too early for this and he wasn't really a ninja as much as he was an acrobat yeah and according to this the main uh, star is zero this the squirrel he is arrow's rival from the previous games oh, uh, a remake for the game boy advance was planned in 03 but got canceled right uh i like it i think it plays real good still so okay recommended uh, Good Brian, one. I'm going to play yours now. Uh, what's your What's your initial hints here? What do we got? Okay, so it initially this is a 1995, and it was uh, for the Windows and DOS. The win The Windows and DOS. Yeah, yeah, the Windows and the DOS. All right, let's see what we got. The explosives armed. Houston gives us the go ahead. Say when, boss. Do it. Now let's see, is it the big green triangle or the little red circle? Shut up and push, Ken. My baby's getting impatient. Here. <laughs> Shut up and push, Ken. Go. We have detonation. Sounds Alpha weirdly a, weirdly familiar short. here. Nothing big coming our way. What's the pig telling us, Cora? Attila's still in one piece. Mm, there's a lot of seismic bounds, some, some fracturing. We're stable again. Radioactivity in Quadrant 1 is well within the safe range. 
What does Houston say, Ken? Everything's go for a surface walk and your option. Then let's go, landing team. Let's see what Attila looks like after plastic surgery. I don't know what this is. Right? Okay, three questions. Um, Give me the three questions. said DOS Windows. Yeah. Was this a point-and-click adventure style game? Uh, yes, it's like the, the point-and-click adventure style. Correct. Okay. okay. Uh, was it... Shit. It was not shit. It was actually well-received. Okay. I'm trying to think of it had all this, like, astronaut talk in it. Um... Uh, okay, second question. Does it happen in space? Yes. Okay, that seemed obvious, but I had to get it out. All right, I have a third question. Please, that wouldn't really give part. me anything. Um, uh, I'll give you this, too. Not only does it happen in space, it happens on an asteroid. How about that? That's Oh, like Armageddon style on an asteroid? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is it Armageddon? Just kidding. Um, yes, it's Armageddon, the uh, <laughs> the PC game. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Okay, final question. Does it? And then I'll give you what I think is the answer. If I can, if I can shake my brain loose. Did this have full motion video or nay? Ooh, I don't remember any full motion video. I'm trying to remember. Did it? It was a CD-ROM game, so there could have been some scenes. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting that part. Mm-hmm. Probably not. How about it was originally conceived uh, as an episode of Amazing Stories? All right. I think this is a game called... I think it's just called Dig. Is close enough. Is The Dig. The Dig. The Dig. Yeah. Ah, yes. Did I really get it? I remember yes, this. I couldn't run this game. My, my PC Lucas, sucked yeah. when, I, when it came out. I couldn't, I, I couldn't properly... Uh, uh, get this thing going is that game good i remember everyone at the time going, yeah, oh, oh yes game. people love this game uh and you're right it's point click adventure lucas arts uh cd-rom pc macintosh eventually got it and uh runs on that scum game engine and you also may not yeah. know that the writers were orson scott card brian moriarty and steven spielberg oh my gosh orson scott card another utah connection also kind of a yeah. now but um okay so there's the there's the there's a screen grab chat that now I fully recognize this and I couldn't play it. My PC needed an upgrade or my, my yeah, I had like a 386 DX. I don't know what the hell it was. 95, yeah. 94. It was shit, though. <laughs> I couldn't run this. <laughs> In fact, I think I had I had a CD-ROM, but it wouldn't quite pull this off. Right. Yeah. That was a, a time of how fast did your CD spin? I wonder how that is now. Like, is that a fun game still? I bet it is. I, I For the audio stuff I captured, I was like, I want to play this just so I can sit back and listen to all the great audio. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a good bit of point and wait and click. It's a pretty big adventure. It's a lot of fun. It, the, the, the setting's fun. I want to go back and play it. It's in my list. I like the screenshot where he's going... He's crawling and he's got a lady behind him and he goes, Brink! See? Brink! Do you see that? Brink! Yeah. Yes, I do. I love that. Yeah. This is uh, this is part of those things where good old games has been harassing me all week. And our next week's game is actually because of also because good old games have been harassing me about that particular game as well. So good old games uh, finally got me in on a couple of things. 
No wonder I, the dig. No wonder I thought it was called just dig. I, I'm now looking at oh yeah, uh, cover yeah. art, and the word dig is 400 billion sizes uh, font sizes exactly. larger than the word the that's barely above the eye. Yes, yes. I think that's why I thought that was just dig. This looks great though. I love. Games I always thought like it was this. dig too. I thought I didn't realize it was the dig until later myself. I'm I'm kind of in the mood for a game like this right now. If I'm honest, yeah, it's kind good. of want to play it. Yeah. All right. Well, well done. Very good and one. you can have it right now from good old games are only five ninety nine. Is that all? Yes. Well, that's or good. Steam, if you really don't mind spending five ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> you also could get. Uh, they've been trying to get. For some reason, Loom has been looming big lately. A lot of I've seen a lot of sales in that. You can buy the Lucas bundle on Steam for fourteen ninety nine, which comes with Fate of Atlantis, Indiana Jones. That's a good uh, game. And yeah. yeah, the last Indiana Jones, the Last Crusade, Loom. And the dig loom is also good. Oh, I miss those yep. games. They were so good. I wish they would make new versions of all those. Please. Welcome to the treasure room. Hey, looky here. It's time for texts, emails, voicemails, whatever. Um, in fact, one of these. Well, it's a text that I made voicemail. All right. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know this isn't some real person. This is an AI reading this, but it uh, sounded good as a call. So that's what I did. Uh, this is about whether or not. We have talked much about this system. I'll let, I'll let him explain. Hey, Scott and Brian, did either of you have exposure to Philips CDI in the 90s? My dad was obsessed with it for some reason, but I remember some really bizarre games like Escape from Cyber City and Zelda The Wand of Gamelon. Could be a fun discussion. Okay. Did you ever have a I Philips? like how most of it sounded really convincing. Yeah. But then parts of it was like, <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a little weird. That is that person is an alien. It's a little bit I'm weird. Not it. So this thing, it feels like this was like uh, not a direct 3DO competitor, but definitely in that right. vein of like home entertainment console for the whole family. Burr, 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 that little thing. And I at the time thought, ooh, Phillips, they make cool stuff. They'd be all right. Yeah, um, I always liked the way the machine looked. Uh, but I was. I remember seeing uh, cl- uh, clips from the Zelda game that was on there, and um, I think that the answer was no. I think no, was- <laughs> no, we don't want your weird game. You know, no. um, they had. Uh, this is how you knew you were, had a multimedia CD based system in the nineties. It played. Uh, it played Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah. With the remote, yeah. I believe. That's <laughs> how so you could do it. <laughs> um, the controller, I thought, was okay. They had two controllers, basically. They had a remote-like one, like wand thing, and they had a pad. Uh, the picture I'm showing to the chat right now is the pad. It looks like a Super Nintendo kind of... Um, no, no, no analog or anything. But then the other bit was this. Let me see if I can pull this up. Yeah, there it is. This thing is this, this weird wand that was basically just a remote... But you could control a bunch of stuff with the games, and this is how you would play uh, uh, Dragon's Lair and you know time based games like that. But it was a uh, for a hot minute there. People are into it. They were like, yeah, "Yeah, CDI baby, that's where it's at." I like Phillips. Let's play something Phillips. Yeah, and then nothing. Kind of petered out. Nobody cared. Yeah, we all moved on with our lives, which is unfortunate. It was Phillips big. You know, as far as big electronics firms go, Phillips always seemed to be on the sidelines. Uh, in here, and this was their their big play. They were like, "Hey, guess what? Oh, Sony's doing what? I'm in." Yeah. The one thing I did Let's like go. about their controller is they put a little screw hole on the D pad. I'll, I'll pull it up and zoom in here. Here we go. Little screw hole there. That way, you had D pad functionality 
up, down, left, right, and some diagonal. Right, 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 right. But you could screw in an actual joystick. So you could have what? like full on joystick use. Yeah. I always thought that was kind of cool. Probably not great cool. pr- practicality, but whatever. That's not a bad idea. And I always thought about that too. Like we always said, uh, people complained about that steam controller with the little touchpad. And I'm like, what if they just put like a little way to just make that in like a little thumb stick or something plug right. on top of there. But yeah, I guess not. So. Right. Let's see. Phillips CDI. I'm just going to see how much these are on eBay. Well, they go for pretty um, good money. Range. 500 bucks, they 600 range. bucks. They had a portable version of it. Those are going for about yeah. 1000 because they're rare. Uh, they got a light gun for the thing. Uh, the cheapest one's about 250 so these go for good money. Yeah, good money. Okay. Well, thanks, CD. Oh, or not CD. <laughs> Phillips is what I meant. Um, they have a boombox version that also had that built in. No way. Ultra rare Phillips FW380i. It's a CDI. CDI mini hi-fi system with DVC and new laser. I don't know what it means, new laser. Oh, probably they just put new no, laser they put, they, it. Yeah, they put a new laser in there. That stuff. So this is like a time. this yeah. is like that plus all the, the boombox crap built into it. That's oh, here's cool. the touchpad one that you had talked about. Oh, I, I see a box right here. I'll put this in the in the Discord server real quick. Or just yeah, Discord chat. Yeah. This is they got that little controller that you was just talking about. Oh yeah, look at that. that box. Yeah. Isn't that dumb? Hey. <laughs> Look at the stick. See? I kind of love hate it. <laughs> I kind of hate it and love it too. Uh, it's real dumb. 215 bucks for that unboxed or open box, yeah. but inbox. Wow. Open box, yeah. But still, it has the box. How about that? I should I have some things that I probably should sell, dude. Yeah, especially if it's that. <laughs> but then if I had this, I'd want to keep it for our show, you know? I know. What were they thinking? Okay, zoom in real quick on that controller and look at the buttons where you're normally A, B, and Y, and X. What is this? What kind of symbols? What kind of alien symbols is that? Who is that? When was that going to take off and stick? There's like one dot, two dots, one dot again, and then a dot slash two dots. (laughs) What are you doing? Is it... Is it was it was it Braille readable? It was no. It, this thing on the side is just a, grip. I this see is it. a Braille, and then over here, these aren't even raised; they're just little prints. Yeah, a little. That's weird. Heinous, heinous, and dumb. <laughs> Good job, Phillips. You make a hell of a light bulb, but I don't know about your video <laughs> games. Um. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. We got, also got a couple of quick texts here. We got one from. Let's see. Or, or, I just wanted these. This is not from a name. It's just from somebody who says, "Hey, retroites." For May the 4th and Revenge of the 5th, you should do Retro Star Wars, X-Wing, TIE yes. Fighter, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, Rebel Assault, Dark Forces. I'd be down. Oh, yeah. It's, it's time to do it anyway. I don't know if I would cheapen it with the May the 4th be with you, but we totally should do Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. How, like, how do you feel about the May the 4th and the Revenge of the I hate the, the way it sounds. I don't mind the names, except <laughs> May the 4th sounds like you're saying... You're 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 slurring is what it sounds like. Right. Like right now, but I you, have a gigantic. One hundred percent correct. I have a huge canker on my tongue because I bit my. I had dental work yesterday. So did you actually? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Gotta I bit that. my tongue like five times and didn't know it, and now I've got like a four hundred pound little uh, canker over there, and it's making it hard to say some words without hurting. I think my That's... dentist thought I needed to be really numb for my <laughs> thing because my what do you, are bad. you like? How fast do you numb? Is it fast or slow? Oh, it's it pretty. It's usually pretty fast. And in this case, like I said, she she stayed in there for like a good. <sighs> you have a lady dentist. You got a lady dentist. Yeah, lady dentist. And she was just a 
pumping it in. And I now have they say, never they say, had. They'd say the lady dentist are, uh, are more aware of, of, of your pain. Uh-uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, she, uh, she's great. And, uh, boy, she, but she really, she really, she filled me up. My I, face was just. I would love a, de- a lady dentist. I know we've never had yeah. one. Always a man. Always right. big freaking hairy knuckles big, in there. Big, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, I used to have always. I used to have a, a man dentist, and it was always seems like it was always the only dentist I knew were the ones with the giant hands. Oh my lord! Yeah, that's true. I'm glad I'm yeah. not the only one. I thought I might have been, but here's the deal: Revenge of the Fifth. I think we do. Okay, here's what I was thinking: May the Fourth, we do the most retro stuff. We do X-wing right. uh, and Tie Fighter. All right. Right. X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, you can throw in there because it's all part of the same thing. Yeah. Then on the Revenge of the Fifth, we bump up and do Rebel Assault and Dark Forces, which are newer games. Nice. What do you think of that? I'm down. Okay. Let's do it. We're doing it, whoever you are that sent this in, that didn't leave a name. <laughs> we're doing it. So well done. You've, you've convinced us. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for uh, emails and texts. Again, you want to leave us those texts, send us 801-471-0462, or you can leave us a voicemail as well. We're happy to play those on the show. Or if you'd prefer, email us, retro, uh, playretroshow at gmail.com. Stupid tongue. Um, all right. Let's move on to what we're doing next week. We are doing Mist, Riven. Mist. Mist again, like three, four, and five. But <laughs> Mist, we're covering Mist. Yeah, that's right, PC players. 1993. Rand and Robin Miller and their video game company, Cyan Incorporated. Mist. Ooh. Mist. I, man, that changed the world. Yeah, it did. If you, were, if you weren't around during the year that Mist came out, then you didn't know what was going on. Because I'm telling you, that it, it was on everybody's lips. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Mist? Yeah, Mist, dude. Mist. Mist was, it is, how do you explain it? It's a seismic thing. It's a big yeah. deal in not just games, but in like tech and games meeting together and uh, changed, changed the way we thought of that kind of media from then forward. I have nothing but fond feelings and some weird feelings about Mist. Mist still freaks me out. Even seeing yeah. screenshots, I kind of go, oh, yeah, ugh, that place was weird. Kind of gives me the I feel like I was in a dream, you know? Yeah, that was the idea, right? That Ooh. was the idea. Yeah, and it had some FMV that's hilarious and stupid. And uh, that team went on, or that company went on to make some other cool stuff, including a game that's only a few years ago called. Uh... Oh, I forgot. That's a fully 3D game. There's also a remake I know what you're talking of Mist. About. There's also a remake of Mist in like full blown 3D engine where you just run around all of it, but it all looks like Mist. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan Thank of the whole legacy. Up. So. And good old games is really trying to sell it this week because there's a mobile game out, so uh, they're they're really pushing. It. So if you like to play along at home, uh, be sure to get some uh, get some mist in your in your belly. Yep. And Riven was also good. Oh man. Yep. So listen to this in the chat. I love it. We got. Damn, I love me some mist. And then yeah. Skits three eight nineteen says I hated mist. <laughs> and then Rufane says it's polarizing. The, then he says the flu up Riven was great. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, they are, oh, they are doing a VR ribbon? No way. That's cool. Well, that makes perfect sense. What took them so long? Yeah, Jeez yeah. Louise. Yeah. That's insane to me. Well, anyway, that's all next week right here on Play Retro. We are going to go deep and hard on Mist. <laughs> okay? You so, made it uncomfortable, but okay, yes, let's do it. I did. Also, I want to recommend that you, uh, it's the very end of the month, literally the last day of the month. So, it's a perfect time to hop in on patreon.com slash play retro because you get a brand new month brand new benefits, all that stuff. And on top of that, Brian Dunaway is going to give away to some lucky patrons 
Star Fox 3D prints if you live in the U.S. If you don't yes. live in the U.S., you'll get something cool digital when you pick your name. But yeah. but for now, uh, these the, the 3D stuff will ship somewhere in the States, and he will send Star Fox 3D prints directly to you, to your door, if we choose to your, your name. door with our 3D printed resin stuff. It'll probably be an AR wing and maybe a Star Fox uh, That's right. a, a statue. That's yeah. right. And even if you joined today... Uh, before we get to it, you'll be eligible. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't have to be there for a week or something for us to to pick you. You could be the winner of that. But yeah. even if you don't win, there's lots of reasons to join up. Go read all about them at Play Retro or sorry, uh, uh, Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. Uh, also, welcome brand new patrons Les Orchard and Don Rice. Oh hi, yeah, we know Les. Yeah, Les, good people. Yeah, Les is great. Don Thanks, Rice, Les. I've seen that name before as well. Anyway, fantastic human beings have joined an already fantastic group of people supporting us at Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. You'll never get commercials. You'll get pre-co, pre-co, pre-show pre-co. content every week and monthly benefits that are only available to our patrons. Go check it out. That's Play Retro. Shit. That's Patreon.com/slash/PlayRetro. <laughs> Jeez. Why do I do that? I only do with this one. Is that a weird thing that I do? I do it's a weird thing. It is weird. It's weird. We should get you checked out. Uh, uh, yeah. Doctor, what's up? Uh, uh, man, I can't believe we even get to talk about the, the wicked-ass uh, Star Fox cartoon anime thing they oh, did yeah. with Nintendo. We yeah. didn't get to talk about all the great anime manga crap they did. Mm-hmm. Star Fox is interesting. There was yeah. a lot, and I hope there's more. So here's what I want you to do. Go play something retro and come back next week. Bye, everybody. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. It's about time you showed up, Fox. Fox. <laughs>